Hi guys, welcome back to Bringing Baggage. I'm Jazz. On this week's episode, we're gonna just, I wasn't gonna do an episode this week because I've just been so busy with like moving and I'm literally moving in two days, but I was like, fuck it, I'll do an episode because I've been so good about being consistent with putting an episode out every single week that I don't want to not do one. So this week I was like, I'll just do a Q&A on TikTok and answer questions and give advice and I'll also just answer questions from the podcast Instagram stories. That's what I'm going to do today. Um, I got a lot of questions about living alone and like being lonely. I've lived alone since I was literally like 22. Like I lived on, I lived alone for a little bit when I was 19, a little bit when I was 18, a little bit when I was 20, a little bit when I was tw- like all the time I kind of like lived alone, but I had roommates for a little bit. But I love living alone and I can't imagine like living with roommates because I'm obsessed with being by myself and like it gets lonely living alone but overall like I like my space so like if I had to choose whether to live alone or live with roommates I would choose to live alone um but it definitely does get boring especially during COVID like I was so bored by myself because I feel like everyone was like making TikToks with their roommates and doing all these things and I was literally just by myself like sitting in a corner doing nothing um but I honestly prefer that. I don't get that lonely. Like every once in a while I do, but it's like a healthy amount of lonely, I feel like, where I can appreciate the time that I'm spending with myself. But I'm trying to do more things alone. I'm trying to like get comfortable being alone. I don't want to like look at being alone as like a bad thing. I want to like find comfort in it, which has been like a difficult thing for me to navigate, but I'm like figuring it out as I go. And I think I'm getting more comfortable with doing that by doing different things. Like I've been going to bingo alone every single week, which has been really fun for me. So I think it's just important to find things to do alone that you can like have fun with. And then it's easier to just be alone in your apartment once you've done other kinds of things alone. Like I go to the movies alone. I play bingo alone. I'll go to dinner alone. I'll go to a bar alone. Like I'll do anything alone. Like I really don't care that much, which is like, I haven't always been like that. It's taken me a long time to get that way. Um, but I'm like navigating it and figuring it out as I go. So we'll see if that like gets easier as I get older, if it gets worse. But anyways, I'm on TikTok live right now and I'm trying to get people to ask me questions that I can answer on this week's episode and also things that people just like want advice on. So if you're on my TikTok live right now, please ask questions slash give me things that you want advice on so I can answer them and give my opinions on this week's episode of the podcast. Um, that's one thing that's really hard about being alone is overthinking. I think when I'm by myself and I have too much time to myself, all I do is like, you're, all you can do is like be alone with your thoughts, which is a really difficult space to be in, but I think it's also important to be alone with your thoughts. Like prior to COVID, I was, I used to like use the method of distracting. So I was like always distracting myself. So I would always be on trips. I would always be with friends. I was all, I would always be with people and doing all those things made me distract myself to the point where I was never alone with my thoughts because being alone with your thoughts is actually really fucking scary because you have to, there's so many things that you're like avoiding and not dealing with that you're forced to deal with when you're alone with your thoughts, which is like a scary thing. But the more you like go after that situation head on and like actually deal with like what's bothering you, the easier it is to like move forward. I think it's really important to actually be alone with your thoughts, but it takes a long time to get comfortable with being alone with your thoughts, if that makes sense. Um, used to be alone as a lot as well. I'm reading questions off of TikTok Live, by the way. 
um, for people who are listening to this podcast on the actual like day it gets released versus like just being on TikTok live right now. Um, used to be alone a lot as well, but because I slept around a lot and I hated the gossip that you heard from it. Okay. Well, first of all, sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. Who gives a shit? Um, like as long as it's healthy. Like I, for a while I was like celibate. I was not having sex because I had like a bad, relationship with sex to where I was having sex for validation not to where I was having sex to actually just like have sex and so I didn't have sex for like over a year and that was like really good for me and then after that I would just realize like now if I want to have sex I'm having sex to do it not because like I need validation from it if that makes sense but that was like a hard space to like navigate and I had to like get to know myself in a different way before I was like ready to do that if that makes sense I don't know um how do you truly be yourself I think that comes with liking yourself. Like, you can't really be yourself until you actually like who you are as a person. And I don't think you can like who you are as a person until you spend time with yourself. And so, like, I think you have to be alone and, like, be alone with your thoughts to get to know who you are before you can be okay with, like, being yourself. Because you don't really know who you are until you spend more time with yourself. So, like, take yourself on a date or go to something by yourself so you can actually figure out who you are and figure out what you don't like about yourself and what you do like so you can enhance the things that you do like and get rid of the things that you don't. What's been your biggest impact in life? Um, That's a great question. I don't think nothing, like, anything in particular has really impacted me, but like going to therapy has been really good for me because there's so many I think it's so important to understand and really know why you do what you do because when you know like the why behind something you can actually do something with it and that's like a hard place to get to um but like when you have more clarity on why you're doing things you can like course correct and adjust accordingly which I think is really important like having self-growth um, how do you have more confidence in yourself? I actually want to do an entire episode on confidence, um, like in general, cause I think it's very hard, especially like in your twenties to like, like, I think it's hard in high school and stuff too, but it's like, I feel like you start to not like yourself even more in your twenties cause you're so busy in high school. You don't really have time to think about like all those different pieces of it. But like for me, at least when I'm in my twenties, like I'm almost 25, I'll be 25 in a month. And I'm like, why am I still single? Um, so like that stems from like my insecurities and like my lack of confidence. I think my lack of confidence comes from the fact of like, I didn't used to really like myself. So I had to get to a point of liking myself. And once I did learn to like myself, I became more confident. So figure out what you don't like about yourself and why you don't like it. And then it's easier to be confident if that makes sense. Um, do I know anyone who cries a lot? I cry when people ask me simple questions sometimes. I cry all the time. I cry at literally everything. I'm extremely sensitive. Um, and I like a lot of it like stems from my childhood. Like I was invalidated lo- a lot as a child. And when you have a lot of invalidation, it's very hard to like want to talk to someone or want to say something or like be very open. So like it makes you want to shut down when you naturally are like forced to shut down. It like makes you want to cry. So like that's how it is for me. I don't know how it is for you. Um, But I think being sensitive, like, tracks back to things you did when you were younger and you to, like, deal with things that happened to you when you were younger, which takes a lot of, like, self-work and, like, um, reflecting before you can, like, be okay to move forward. If that makes sense? I don't know. What to do when you're reminiscing on the past and it left you feeling sad and like a waste of life? 
all I can say to that is like you can't undo what's done. Like what's done is done and all you can do is move forward from it. So you can write the narrative however you want it to be. Like if you didn't like the ending, rewrite the ending to like however you want it to be so that you can move forward. Like whatever's going to help you move forward, do that. Um, Because you don't want to waste any more time if that makes. I keep saying if that makes sense, but I just feel like I'm not making sense because I'm kind of just like rambling. Um, have I ever suffered suffered with social anxiety and do I have any tips? I have terrible anxiety. I actually have an entire episode called, um, depression with a side of anxiety where I elaborate on my own personal experiences with depression and anxiety and how it's affected me and what's helped me. Definitely listen to that episode. It's linked in my profile and it's also on the podcast Instagram at bringing baggage podcast. Um, but that's like social anxiety is really bad. And I don't, I think the biggest step to overcoming anxiety is accepting that you have it. I think when you try to like fix it or get rid of it or think it's going to go away at some point, you're just in denial. I think it's just better to accept that you have it and learn how to deal with it and learn how to manage it. And someone that I was talking, talked about this with um, a girl that came on my podcast a couple of weeks ago. Her name is Eli. Her at on TikTok is The Jar. We elaborated a lot more on like anxiety and how to deal with it. So listen to that too. Um, but learning how to manage it is super important. Like what triggers you, what doesn't trigger you, what makes you feel comfortable, like what, make, what, what gets you through longer periods of time where you don't have anxiety. When you do have anxiety, what triggers it? How do you get rid of it? What makes you feel better when it's happening? Things like that. Sensitivity is often rooted in with rooted from undealt trauma. I totally agree. Um, a lot of things are really rooted from un, undealt with trauma. And like, that's a lot of the things that I've had to work on in therapy is like, I had a very traumatic childhood. Um, like to me, it's traumatic. Uh, maybe not be traumatic compared to somebody else's experience, but for me it was. And a lot of those things affect me as an adult and like working through those. I think it's important to take care of your younger self and you have to like heal your younger self in order to move forward as an adult. Um, Next question was, is it hypocritical to act different around certain people if they bring out different sides of you? Not in my opinion. I'm very different with different groups of friends because different people bring out different sides of you. And I think it's important to show that. And like, you're just going to be more comfortable with certain people. And like, that's natural. And you shouldn't like look down on yourself for that as long as you're not being fake. Like, as long as you're being who you are at your core, I feel like it's fine. Um, what else? What other questions? Do I forgive my parents from my, for my childhood? Um, so the answer is like, yes and no. Like you can all, like, I love my mother and I love my father. That does not excuse what like happened in my childhood or invalidate the way that I feel. And it took me a long time to understand that two things can be true at once. Like I can resent my parents and I can love them at the same time, which was like very, a very hard thing for me to wrap my head around because like I am very resentful towards my mother and it causes a lot of issues in our relationship, but I love her. And I was like fighting those two things, um, constantly, but like I forgive her and I know that she did the best that she could, but that doesn't excuse what I went through and it still means that I have work to do on myself and things that I need to heal from it, if that makes sense. Um, I'm not podcasting with anyone. I'm podcasting alone. I'm just um, answer like this episode is literally just me answering questions and giving advice. Um, you relate to this so much. I'm glad I'm like, I'm sorry that you can relate, but I'm glad I'm talking about a relatable subject, I guess. 
as a therapist, you try to express that healing your younger self is essential. Yes. My therapist always says it. And I say it back to her, like, and I talk about it with all my friends. Like, I'm always like, you have to heal your younger self and like take care of your younger self and treat your younger self how you wish you were treated. Because if you don't do that, it's very hard to like move forward and like have healthy relationships and have a healthy relationship with yourself as an adult. How do you love others without losing yourself in the process? Um, that's the thing that I'm a very like closed off person and it's very hard for me to like open up and like let someone in. That's just because of like things I dealt with in my childhood. Um, sorry, I'm trying to scroll back up. Um, but like, I think if you know who you are at your core, if you've done the work on yourself, you're not going to lose yourself in somebody else because you know who you are. That's why I think it's so important that you get to know who you are as a person before you get into a relationship. Because when you, I think it's, I think for relationships, like you should have, you should meet somebody and get into a relationship when someone's going to enhance your life, not when they're going to complete it. I think where a lot of people go wrong is they go seeking a relationship for someone to complete them. But like you shouldn't be finding someone to complete you, you should be finding someone to enhance what's already happening um, in your life, if that makes sense. Um, You want to sit down and talk to your mom about things from the past, but you don't know how. I have a very hard time with that because my mom gaslights me. Like I will try to talk to my mom about things that were traumatic or how things affected me or how something she did change like how I look at things now as an adult. And she will literally just gaslight me and be like, well, I did the best that I could. Okay, just because you did the best that you could does not excuse or does not invalidate like how I feel. I think it's important if you have that conversation with like your parent or someone else who like had an effect on your life or is like affecting you currently like you you know like which way the situation could possibly go and you're okay with it either way and just like know that like you may not get the answer or the response that you're wanting the mic that i'm using is a yeti mic um so i'm trying to catch up with these questions your significant other bites and picks her nails out of anxiety how do i help with their anxiety without being overbearing i feel like it's very hard to relate or be and, and be empathetic to someone when you can't relate to their situation Um, but I think like people normally have more than one way that they cope with anxiety. So find out other ways that they cope with it, if that makes sense and try to be supportive in like that way and just don't nag on them for it. I feel like when you nag on someone for how they're dealing with their anxiety, that makes them like even more anxious. So just try to be supportive in that sense. Um, what happened in my childhood? Do you want more details on that? Um, I grew up um, with my mom and my stepdad. My dad was not with my mom. They never got married. Um, I never had a relationship with my father. My mom like kept me from him. She like talked very badly about him because they had a bad relationship that had no bearing on like me as a person. Like what happened between my mom and my dad had nothing to do with me, and I took their relationship and put it on myself and I hated my dad for how he treated my mom but that had no effect on like me and so I never let my dad have a relationship with me because I hated him for what he did to my mom but like what he did to my mom had nothing to do with me and it took me a long time to like grow up and realize that I didn't realize that till a few years ago when I was like in therapy that I didn't hate my dad I just hated what he did to my mom but that had nothing to do with me if that makes sense um no matter how old you get, you don't know about relationship. What are you talking about? I'm trying to catch up on these questions. I'm so sorry. Um, 
would I ever go to therapy with my mother? I would, but I also want my mom to go to therapy by herself before I go to therapy with her. Mom's the same way. My mom cries about me talking about her on social media. Literally. Um, would I ever do an episode with my mother? At some point, maybe. Hey, um, how do you know about relationship and you've seen that on your conversation with her? I don't get your question if you want to say your question again. I didn't understand it. Why does childhood trauma affect current relationships um, so much when it's not the same situation? Because you learn how to, basically, like when you're, like you learn how to react to things like when you're a child and like when the same situation shows up as an adult, you learn to react the same way based off of your past. Um, we all have bad relationships. We all have mommy, mommy issues. Literally, we all have mommy issues. Do I have a good relationship with my dad now? Me and my dad, like, I don't view my dad as a father figure. I view my dad as a buddy. Like, me and my dad are friends, but, like, I don't view him as a father because he was never there when I was younger, but I didn't let him be there when I was younger. But, like, we have a healthy relationship, I would say. How to move on without closure? I feel like it, that's, like, a really good question. And moving on is like very, very, very difficult when like you feel like you need closure, but I feel like you have to create your own closure, like figure out what would closure, what would closure give you? Like what would, how would you feel if you got closure and then like create your own reality so that you can move forward? Like that's the best way that I do it. Like I figure out like what kind of closure I would want in order to move forward and I create that own reality in my head in order to move forward. Um, I do not have a TikTok with my mom. Um, people go to therapy because other people don't go to therapy. Therapy. Totally agree. I think everyone should be in therapy. I think therapy is so important to like growing as a person and knowing why you do what you do and all that kind of stuff. I have mommy and daddy issues. Um, me and my mom are like fine, but like we have a lot of like things that we are constantly working through. This person is being so annoying. You're getting blocked. Sorry, I'm trying to like we have a positive conversation and someone's being really annoying. Okay, sorry. I think I caught up on all the questions. Anyone have any more questions? Do I have siblings? Um, I grew up as an only child because like I had half siblings from my dad's side side, but I didn't grow up with them. It's so, like I consider myself an only child. What other questions? Also, people that are listening to this podcast regularly and not on TikTok Live, I'm sorry. It's, like, so funky. Um, but I just, like, was trying to get an episode out this week. And this was the best way and the easiest way for me to do it. Um, so my apologies. Dude, how are you still commenting? I literally just blocked you. There we go. They're blocked now. Do I want to be an influencer full-time? That's my ideal scenario. I want to quit my job in like the next six months and just do TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and stuff. Um, I don't think my mom would want to do a TikTok with me. People always say they can tell I'm an only child. That was the question. Um, but yeah, people always say that. 
Um, what is the best thing I ever learned from therapy? A couple things. One of the big things was it's not always a you thing. There's, there's times where like people react because of what you did, but a lot of the time they're reacting based off of like their own issues. It's like, it's not always a you thing. It's like, I would take ownership for a lot of things that weren't my fault. And so like learning that like that, and then also like realizing that I need to like heal my child self for like things I didn't learn or things I went through as a kid. I do not, do I see my stepdad as a dad? The answer is no, we're not close. Was it hard to open up when I started going to therapy? Yes, very difficult. It's very hard for me to like be open and vulnerable. Like I'm very open and vulnerable on the podcast, but it's very hard for me to like do that with people. So like that was very difficult. And it's like um, finding a therapist that like you trust and like you want to like share things with is very hard. So like the first therapist you meet probably isn't going to be the right one. Like maybe it will be, but like you're probably going to have to go through like four or five people to find the right person. Pros and cons of living in Denver, thinking about relocating. Denver's great. I like Denver a lot. If you're into like nature and like stuff like that, you probably have a great time. How understanding of you of someone being insecure, do you have limits? Can you rephrase the question? I don't get the question. You feel like you'll just be crying all therapy session? I cry on therapy all the time. I also cry even when I'm not in therapy. So like cry it out. Crying is healthy. Can you rephrase your question, um, Lake Show Bob? I don't get it. What do I wish I had when I was growing up? Um, attention, love, and affection. My therapist is a person in Arizona. Um, me and my stepdad just don't... Someone asked, why is your relationship with your stepdad bad? We just don't relate and we have nothing in common. What's the biggest toxic trait you learned while in therapy? You feel like you have so many. Um, my toxic trait is I will self-sabotage anything that's, like, good because I'm not used to good things and I don't feel like I deserve good things. Tips on making friends when you move to a new city. I did an entire podcast episode called Moving and Making New Besties where I give all my tips to, um, make friends and keep them. And I did another episode called All Things Friendships where I talk about, like, finding the right people cutting people off, how to maintain friendships, things like that. So listen to both those episodes. Has medication helped you? If it's not too personal, I'm nervous about taking it. Medication definitely has helped me. Like I'm on um, um, antidepressants and anxiety medication and I think they both help. But you have to like, it takes time to like find the right medication and find the right dosage. Am I nervous about moving soon? Um, I'm not. I'm just really excited to move. I move in two days. I'm very stoked to move. Um, question is, do you have a breaking point when dealing with someone's insecurities? I don't really, I'm not really sure I understand the question, but like insecurities are difficult, but like there are their own, people have their own reasons for being insecure and like that's on them. Like you can like, nothing you say will change how they feel because they're insecure. Um, but if you want to like elaborate on the question or rephrase it, I'm happy to try to answer it again. Do you think, um, sorry, I missed a question. Do you think childhood upbringing take a toll on relationships as adults? Absolutely. I think your childhood affects how every, everything that you do as an adult. 
you probably were on the wrong, someone said I had a bad side effect immediately after taking the anxiety medicine, you had tremors, it was scary. Yeah, it takes a, it takes a lot of time to find the right medicine and the right dosage. Um, question, how are you so brave to share this personal shit with people? I feel like it's important to be, like, vulnerable and, like, share things. People, like, will see my life on social media and think that everything's, like, fine and my life is so together and it's just, like, not. Like, I struggle with things. I think it's just important to be transparent about that. And I just, like, I used to care a lot about what everyone, like, thought and I just don't care as much anymore. Like, I feel like TikTok has created a really safe space for me where people, like, aren't very judgmental for the most part. Like, I get mean comments every once in a while, but most of the time people are pretty supportive. So it makes me like want to share more. Um, so my, if you listen to my podcast, I share a lot of personal shit. My podcast is linked in my profile and I'm recording a podcast episode right now. Like this is going to be an episode. Um, how do you get the courage and confidence to move away and start a new life alone? I feel like it's important to um, experience as many things as you can experience um, while you're young and while nothing's tying you down. So like that makes it really important for me to like move around and try new things. Like when else could I do that? you know um off topic but did you really make a friend on bumble yes i made a couple friends off of bumble bff and i expand on that on the episode that i did called moving and making new besties do i want kids or has my childhood ruined that i don't know if i want kids i don't know if i want to get married i don't want to i don't know if i ever want to date anybody i don't know any of that tips um for staying happy while being single for so long i've been single since literally forever so to speak it to the queen here. I did an entire episode called Point of View, You're the Single Friend, where I expand on it a lot. So definitely listen to that episode. Um, yes, you have to be patient when trying a new medication. Thank you so much for saying I'm pretty. Um, thank you so much. Um, has a guy ever asked you on a first date at his house and how would you feel about that? I probably would not go to, I'd go in a public place for a first date. Okay. What other questions do you guys have? And again, I'm sorry for listening to this on the actual episode because you don't get to actually ask me questions live, but I'll probably do this again. So make sure you follow me on TikTok. I don't think it's a red flag if someone asks to like meet you at their house. Like they just, they may have good intentions, but like come across it incorrectly. Um, they may just like want to make you dinner and like make you a home cooked meal, but like they don't have intentions of kidnapping you type shit. Um, so, but I would just suggest that you suggest to them that you meet it like at a public place, like like oh, do you want to go here instead and suggest a restaurant? Okay, what other questions do you guys have? Okay. Two new questions. You're going to be living alone for the first time. Tips on feeling anxious. Um, I'm anxious all the time. I'm a mess. Um, but just like find things that bring you comfort. Like I find a lot of comfort in watching TV shows and like binging them. So like when I'm doing that, I get distracted. I don't think about like being anxious nearly as much. So find what works for you and focus on that. Um, do you open up to friends or is that hard too? It, it, it's difficult to open up to friends as well. Um, but like, there are some people like that I instantly connect with that I'll open up and tell everything to. But like most of the time it's like a gradual thing where like where I get to know, get to know people like over time and like I share more things over time. Red flags you see in meeting people for the first time. Snapchat is main form of, form of communication. Red flag. It's a no for me. Um, people that talk shit about other people from their past. Also a red flag for me. 
Um, people who aren't self-aware, red flag for me. People that are like don't are not with my morals or or don't believe in like being a good person, all red flags. What's the hardest part in establishing a close relationship with people? I think just like trusting someone, like that someone's not going to like hurt you or betray you is very difficult. What are some things you do to heal your inner child? I think the like the biggest thing is like reflecting on things that happened to you as a kid or like things that made you upset or things that made you happy and like what went well and what didn't go well and like acknowledging that. I think when you can acknowledge things, it's easier to move forward. Um, are you only closed off in, in, intimately? No, I'm closed off in like every way, shape, and aspect, but I'm also very open at the same time. Like I'm talking on here and I'll talk on my podcast about like every single subject and like I don't care, but like it's very hard for me to like get close to people or to trust them, if that makes sense. Couple new questions. How to be present in friendships during depressive episodes? Very, very difficult. I have that. I have a hard time with that. But I think it's important to have friends who understand that like you're going through shit or understand your depression to where they're not going to hold it against you and where they know that it's not a them thing, it's a you thing and like you're going through your own shit and they don't hold it, hold it against you. So like I have a lot of friends who are also depressed or who understand depression who aren't going to hold it against me and I would never want someone in my life who's going to hold me not being there against me because like I'm going through shit I want them to understand that and be empathetic with that so if you can't have an honest conversation with your friends about being like hey I'm depressed I'm going through things that's not a you thing it's a me thing then they probably aren't the best people to have in your life do my friends and family support my creative projects yes they do and people don't support it I don't want them in my life um has being an influencer impacted your self-esteem at all for sure like whether I like I acknowledge it or not or like whether I try to like make it a thing like it's definitely I'm definitely more confident than I was before because so many so many people like relate to like things I talk about or things that I'm going through that makes me want to be like more open and I'm very I'm more comfortable about things if that makes sense how do you determine if you truly can trust someone I think people show you who they are and you have to just like kind of go with your gut you're all, you feel like you've never had friends and you're always by yourself. You just haven't found the right people. Um, does being dependent on medicine scare you? I don't think I'm dependent on medicine. I think it helps, but I don't think I'm dependent on it. I love you too. Thank you. How to get out of a toxic relationship. I feel like you won't get out of a toxic relationship until you want to get out of one. So it's like, I think you need to remind yourself like why it's toxic and why you don't want to be in it. Um, I have, which YouTube video do I talk about my hair? I have like four YouTube videos where I talk about my hair and they all say like hair care routine, hair routine, things like that. So look those up on my YouTube. What's my biggest fear? My biggest fear used to be dying alone. Like I was so, so scared of like ending up alone, like never meeting anybody. Um, But now I'm perfectly okay with like, if I don't ever meet anybody, I thought it would be the end of the world if I didn't ever meet anyone. But now I've like, I like myself and I like who I am and like I enjoy spending time alone to like where if I never met anyone I would be okay with it which is like a really hard a really really hard point to get to scared to die period is that weird I don't think that's weird I used to be afraid to die too I think like like you either are or you aren't and like it's the more like I like the more people that die around you like the more comfortable you get with it if that makes sense I don't know I feel like everybody's different but I don't think it's weird 
I people please to avoid confrontation most times. Any advice on stopping that? Um, I think I'm the same way. I am a very big people pleaser. Um, but not necessarily to avoid confrontation, but just because like it's just easier. Um, but I think when you can remind yourself like, would that person do it for you? Or like, and like, what's the worst thing that would happen if you didn't do it? Then it's easier to like deal with. Like, what's the worst thing that would happen if there was confrontation? And like, would there actually be confrontation? Um, what other cities would you consider moving to at some point? I would move to like Canada or London. Uh, how tall am I? I am 5'8". Can you rephrase the question? Like, show Bob, I don't know what you're asking. I'm sorry. I think how to stop comparing yourself to others. I struggle with that constantly. I'll be very um, transparent about that. Um, I compare myself to a lot of people, but it's like comparison is the thief of joy. So like, it's like you only bad things come from comparing yourself. So the more you can try not to do it, the better it is. Age gap dating. Can you ask a more specific question? Like, are you asking what my opinion is on it? And like, what's the age gap? Um, how to get out of a creative funk. Um, go back to what made you creative in the first place. Or just like take a break. What's the oldest that I would date? I don't really have like a age max that I would like date. Like if I meet somebody, I meet somebody. Would I date someone with children or children? Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. You swear I've been drinking that for hours. I've been drinking this drink literally for hours. How do you have confidence in yourself? You don't feel good enough as a worker, friend, girlfriend, etc. It's very hard to like, I think it really stems from not liking yourself as a person. And I feel like when you like yourself as a person, you're not like you end up being more confident and you end up feeling like you're enough. I think it's important to ask yourself why you don't feel like you're enough. And it probably stems back to something from your childhood. And it's like confronting that and acknowledging that and like healing your younger self makes it easier to move forward as like an adult. Um, a guy three years younger than you really wants to date you and he comes from a great family. He's pre-med, but you don't know. You hate the opinions and judgments from others. If you like him, who gives a shit? Like, that's, like, easier said than done for sure. But, like, if it's going to potentially bring you happiness, why wouldn't you act on it? And, like, if you're happy, you're not going to care what everyone else is thinking. Struggling with insecurities? Can you be more specific or ask a specific question? And I'm happy to answer it. If he talks to other girls at the club, is that a red flag? Um, Are you guys together? And, like, is the talking flirting or what can you be more specific um do you have trouble validating your own feelings um I used to but I'm getting much better at validating my own feelings like I like someone will try to invalidate my feelings and I'll be like you can't gas like me like I feel how I feel and no one can tell me differently which has been a very hard point to get to okay you said someone said my childhood was nothing like yours and I feel guilty for being sad about certain things you should never feel guilty because you should not compare your traumas to somebody else's and like your feelings are valid and just because someone had it worse doesn't invalidate what you went through or like 
being sad. Like if you're sad, you're sad and no one can tell you different. You shouldn't let anyone tell you different. You, you should feel fine in being sad. Okay. Someone said I've been trying to be quote that girl and get my life together, but it's so hard. Everyone should have a, their own version of being that girl. Like being that girl isn't going to be what makes everybody happy and isn't going to be what makes everybody get to where they need to be. So like find your own version of being that girl to like figure out what's going to make you happy. Like find your own routine, like waking up at five, working out, making a green smoothie. Isn't going to be everyone's like be all heal all. Like you need to find what works for you. Was I insecure about growing up around so many white people in Alaska? Absolutely. I sound like a whole therapist. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Um, you missed me today? Well, I'm, I'm here. Hey. One second. Someone said, um, you've been here. Great advice. Been here for 10 minutes and learned a lot. That means a lot. Thank you so much. Um, I learn all the things that I know from therapy. So it's very important to go to therapy. If you're not in therapy, go to therapy. Um, um, we're asking questions. I'm recording a podcast right now. I'm just giving advice and answering questions about like life and stuff. So feel free to ask away. Ever move back home? My pride won't let me, but I feel like I'm sinking on my own. I feel like if you can move home and you feel like you need it, move home. Like there's no, there's nothing bad about that. Bumble BFF is fun, but you get lazy to meet up. Like you want new friends, but, um, my advice for that is like make a plan. Like don't have like a a whole ass conversation with someone just be like do you want to go get drinks tomorrow at five and then go because like if you don't leave the house you're not going to meet anybody and like having a pointless conversation isn't going to get you anywhere um think i'll ever do a meet and greet um maybe at some point um do i know a good major for someone in college who's going to work in the corporate world business i don't know i didn't go to college how to start how to start a relationship with half siblings that you aren't close with. I have half siblings that I'm not close with, but like we're friends, if that makes sense. Like just start like a normal conversation. Like it doesn't need to be a big thing. Like don't overthink it. Just like make it like what it is. Have I ever thought about doing a giveaway or a contest on one of my podcast episodes? I did a giveaway for a hundred dollar DoorDash gift card on the podcast Instagram recently. And I do giveaways on there. So if you're not following the podcast Instagram, go follow it. It's at Bringing Baggage Podcast on Instagram. It's also in my Instagram bio. I tagged it in there. Um, what's a turnoff for me? Anyone who uses Snapchat as a main form of communication. Um, what's a red flag that I fell for and I learned from? That's a great question. Um, I do not know the answer. Um, also, Wisconsin, I did not get your question still. So if you want to ask it, feel free. Hi, Carly. It's for toxic family members that everyone thinks you should respect because they're your elders. Um, if someone's like disrespecting you or like someone who is on the same morals as you, things like that, or people are just like toxic in general, like you shouldn't expect that. Shouldn't, shouldn't, sorry, you shouldn't, um, accept that. You should, um, like keep your distance, like, and nothing's wrong with that. And like protect your own peace. Um, Carly asks what I'm doing. Um, we're currently recording a podcast episode where I'm literally just answering questions and giving advice. What pushes my buttons? People who don't follow through. Like I hate when someone says they're going to do something and doesn't follow through with it. Like that's a really bad, really big red flag to me. And I hate being disappointed. So when someone has the power to not disappoint me and they choose to anyway, it really bothers me. 
um, I hate being let down. Because like if I if I am a very independent person and I don't let people let me down, like I don't give people the opportunity to let me down. So like when you say you're going to do something and you don't, it it's like a big letdown. And it, it just like stems back to my childhood of like being let down and it's like a really big deal for me. So I don't know. I do not appreciate that. That really pushes my buttons. Um, how to move on when you realize a guy doesn't like you back. That's the worst, first of all. I'm so sorry. Um, but like you have to understand like, it's probably not a you thing. It's just like a them thing. And like, it doesn't mean like you're not good enough or you're not enough or like you're ugly or you're this or you're that. Like it just isn't going to work out. And there's a reason it didn't work out. But sometimes I always say like everything happens for a reason, but sometimes it takes a long time for those reasons to show up. So be patient and waiting for the reason to show up. And eventually you'll look back and be like, oh, that's why that didn't work out. But it sucks in the moment. So like give your time to give yourself time to grieve, but don't hold on to it for too long because like there's a reason why that happened. What's your relationship like with your extended family? It's decent. Do I have a podcast on my job experience plus how, how I'm thriving and financial stability with college? And yes, I have a podcast episode called Work in Corporate Life where I like dive more into that whole thing. You're supposed to be at a Lakers game, but you can't get off this live. I wish I was at a Lakers game. How to process grief. This is your first time and it's very hard. Personally, I can't speak on that. I've never dealt with any kind of grief literally ever. I'm very lucky in that sense. Like I have no experience with it, so I literally can't say. Um, but I'm going to do an episode with a girl who has experienced a lot of grief. And that episode will be out in probably like a month or so. So look out for that one. Can an ex be a friend? Yeah, I'm best friends with my high school ex-boyfriend. Um, body hair on dudes, yay or nay, I could care less. You feel like you can never get up? Has anxiety stopped you from important things like missing appointments slash not going to an interview? Yes. Um, my anxiety has gotten away in the way of a lot of things. And the best way to deal with it is just like learning how to cope with like the anxiety. Like, accepting that you have anxiety and then like coping with it and learning different ways to deal with it is like the best way like not not um like ignoring the fact that you have it this is kind of an abrupt end but this is the end of this episode so thank you for listening i really appreciate it if you haven't already please follow the podcast instagram at bringing baggage podcast and leave a rating and review on apple Podcasts. i would really appreciate it and if you listen to the episode please post it on your instagram story and tag me tag the podcast i will repost it i would appreciate it um have a great week besties i love you and i'll see you next time next time i record an episode it will be from new york so that's super exciting um have a great week